This podcast is rated PG-13 for parents cautioned. We encourage parent guidance for children under 13. You're listening to BearCast by ASF. My name is Viviana Morales, and I'm a senior in the upper school. Today, I will be recounting the moral of the story for Goldilocks. Please enjoy. Where you sit during recess is crucial. You got everyone there. The freshmen that hide on the third floor, the sophomores who use the fac as headquarters, the nerds who stay in class with the teachers, the frappuccino gaggle blocking line at Starbucks, the desperate wannabes standing right next to the seniors, burnouts, the couples, art freaks, the varsity jocks next to the pool, and us. We usually wait for the delivery driver to arrive so we can smuggle sushi into fourth period. I guess you could call this Queen Bees. Best location on the blacktop, the best view of the bears, the popular and hottest group at ASK, and the best and closest friend group. We run the party committee. It feels like practice for when I get to work with my dad later this summer. The committee throws a whole school event every month. We basically rent a location, find the best porridge providers, score the most awesome DJ, and make a profit in the process. The students are so lucky they have us to maintain the traditions of the school. Of course, I get to do what I do best, public relations. They don't call me Goldilocks for nothing. I've realized strawberry blonde highlights my blue irises and most certainly use it to my advantage. With 3.0 million followers, my TikTok constantly trending, and a plan secure for every weekend, I think I'm set. Fortunately, the Oscar party is coming up tomorrow, and we have been selling tickets all week after school across the street. Today is the last day and double the sales. This means a new dress for the party and another designer bag to debut for Monday. The party entails a set of awards for the creme de la creme. About a month ago, we released the ballots with the different categories. Prettiest, Mireille, Friendzoned, Bonebreaker, Porridge Enthusiast, Backstabber, and the list goes on and on. We got over 300 responses. The student population is definitely eager after the pandemic. The Oscar party is a one night a year when a girl can live up to her reality and no other girls can say anything about it. I'm particularly excited about who will win Prince and Princess. I've been nominated for the latter. My friends are incomparable. I've never seen such glamour. As we try on our dresses, we definitely get glimpses from the people in the mall. Oh my goodness, my hips look huge in this gown. Please, I hate how these stilettos make my calves fat. At least you can wear cleavage. I've got a set of man's shoulders. I found the perfect look. A little blue dress fit for a fairy tale. It was so fetch. These revenge dress fell short. I would be the prettiest nominee the school had ever seen. In true Mexican fashion, the group arrived 30 minutes late to the event. We could feel the vibrations of the past reverberating into our bodies and fluorescent lights reflecting off our makeup like an upscale version of Twilight. We're also hit with a mixture of perfume and hormones, distilled from teenagers and heat. Nothing like a night like this. I approached the kitchen bar to ask for my favorite, a maple-infused porridge. Some liquid courage might take the edge away. I had to turn my nerves into excitement if I was going up the stage. This porridge is too hot, I had to get another mix. This porridge is too cold, I got a brain freeze. Ah, this porridge is just right. I happily drank it all up. School had been like a shark tank. I had to ensure that not one of my gold locks were ever out of place. My outfit was perfect. My friend group was perfect. My life was perfect, all while I danced to my favorite song. Was it a porridge too many? 
I suddenly found myself surrounded by my friends as they dragged me to the side to find me a place to sit. I wasn't feeling it. This chair is too big. This chair is too big too. Ah, this chair is just right. I sighed and I sank into position as I drifted into slumber. I woke up in my bed the following morning. My phone kept vibrating even though I never set an alarm on weekends. The phone had issues recognizing my face. Something was wrong. With shaky hands, I unlocked my phone. Over a dozen notifications from my friends. Social media was blowing up. First and foremost, a selfie. To my disgrace, I was defaced with a mustache and a monocle. Permanent marker. My brother must have been awake when I got home. Something still didn't feel right, though. I opened up my social media and zing, boom. After falling asleep from the porridge, I didn't expect to find my pictures online. The bears had carried me upstage and declared me porridge enthusiast and worst had taken a photo shoot with my face like this. It was social suicide. I'd never felt this feeling before. I could hear my heartbeat in my ears. My stomach felt like it was going to churn up. I ate a lump in my throat that felt like after you dry swallow a big pill. I hated the bears. I hated them. My heart sank as I realized that my perfect life had been shattered in a single night. The thought of facing my classmates again made me want to crawl back into bed and never come out. But I knew I couldn't hide forever. Monday morning came. I wept away my tears and reminded myself that I was a Quim B for a reason. I had the skills to fix this, and I wasn't going to let a little embarrassment ruin me. I jumped out of bed, threw on a killer outfit, and headed straight to school. As I walked through the halls, I could feel everyone's eyes on me. I could hear the whispers and see the snickers, but I held my head high and kept walking. When I finally made it to the bear's table, I took a deep breath and confronted them. You guys think this is funny? I said, trying to sound confident. Hey, lighten up, Goldilocks, one of them said with a smirk. It's just a joke. A joke? Do you know how much damage this has caused? I replied, feeling the anger rise in me. We didn't mean any harm, another one said, trying to placate me. We just thought it was funny. Well, it's not funny, I said, my voice shaking with emotion. And you guys better fix this or else. The bears looked at each other, then back at me. For a moment, I thought they were going to laugh in my face and walk away, but they just stared at me. Not an ounce of regret on their faces. This was tradition, they claimed. I had to think of a plan, and fast. I called an emergency meeting with my closest friends, and we brainstormed ideas for damage control. Why should the bears just get to stomp around like giants while the rest of us try not to get smushed under their big feet? And when did it become okay for the bear's person to be the boss of everybody? Because that's not what ASF is about. We should totally just cancel the bears. Lucky for me, my father Rumpelstiltskin was not only the inventor of Stoster Strudel, but had a way with laws and contracts and sure had his contacts. We were quick to report the incident to the authorities. The bears would certainly re-examine their priorities. After investigating the incident, the evidence was conclusive. This was a case of cyberbullying. The bears couldn't hide themselves. The IP address gave them away. Soon, they were charged with violating Article 172 of the Penal Code, which carries a penalty of three months to two years in prison, or a fine of up to 75,730 pesos. No more senior trip for them. Additionally, since I am yet to turn 18, the bears were charged under the Federal Penal Code for recording, storing, and distributing images of a minor without the written consent of my guardians. The numbers kept adding up. A sentence of seven more years meant going to college in their 30s. Unfortunately for the bears, the authorities were also able to determine that they had violated the law for the protection of personal data by sharing sensitive information in the form of visual imagery. This offense carries a fine of up to 54 million Mexican pesos. There goes your college money. What would be in the future for the bears? The pictures never went away. They still resurface now and then. What goes on the internet stays there forever. 
I guess that being Goldilocks isn't just about being perfect all the time. Maybe it is also about learning how to handle adversity with grace and dignity. No other way but to own up to my actions. That's all for today. Stay tuned for the next episode.